Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Greetings. How are you today? (laughs) You guys, you get tired of me saying that. I feel like you were like, oh, lady, lady, just shush, get on with the program. But I always start all my emails with greetings, and so it just made sense for me to say it on the podcast, too. And of course, the correct answer to how are you doing is fabulous. Now, having said that, Sometimes, as my coach says, half of life is ass. So if you're in an ass moment, uh, you know, don't lie. Tell me what's wrong. I want to hear it. So what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about your university career center, what it offers and kind of what it doesn't. And so how does that kind of dovetail in? So this plays in nicely with what we talked about last week in terms of career coaches and resume writers because many people get kind of their first career services from their career services office at their university. So whether you're still a student or whether you are an alum and and are thinking about using the career center or, or kind of wherever you're at, I think it's kind of useful to look at that. As I promised, I want to start with a, a review. So be sure to get on the on iTunes and give me a review so I can read it on a future episode. This one's short. From Seminole grad, so that would be a Florida State grad. Yay. Love the variety of topics in this podcast. Keep them coming. Short, sweet, and to the point. So hook me up with a review and I will read it. I promise. So what your university career center offers and what it doesn't. So I want to begin this by saying what I have told you guys before. I have 22 years of experience as the director of a university career center in Georgia and one in Missouri. So I really know this space. This is, I'm an expert. And what I want to, I want you to keep in mind as I talk about this today is that these are generalizations. And so I really actually want to hear from you guys whether you are a career services professional or whether you are someone who has used career services, particularly if your experience was much better or much worse than what I'm going to be talking about kind of as the middle generalization about these things. So there's no requirements for career centers nationally, um, you know, in terms of, you know, what their staffing level should be. The National Association of Colleges and Employers, which pretty much every university career center belongs to, has standards that are pretty, I don't want to say generic, but they're pretty vague. Um, And so there are no requirements that says there must be a certain number of full-time staff for each so many students. There's no requirements of these are the services you must provide. Um, There's no requirement about the credentials of the people that they hire in the career center. Um, And there's also no requirements about full-time staff, you know, kind of professionals versus student delivery of services. So a lot of universities, including the last one that I worked at, had a peer student model. So a lot of the services that the students got were from other students. So I wanted to start by what career centers do well. I think in general, again, don't mean for this to be controversial. I mean for it to be informative and to kind of give you food for thought. But the first thing I think that career centers do very well is speaking to classes and organizations because they're on campus, because they're, you know, a part of the campus, and hopefully are very connected into faculty, they are very good at coming in and speaking to 
professor's classes, speaking to clubs and organizations, and usually that is either one of two things. They're either giving them a general tour of the Career Center or an overview of the services of the Career Center, or they're giving them some sort of career-related topic. So in our Career Center, the, the one in Missouri, it was a lot of resume writing, a lot of interview. Uh, I did Dress for Success. I did... Um, Oh gosh, what else did we do? Any of those kinds of topics, you know, choosing a major, all those kinds of things, that's, I think, a strength of most career centers. And those presentations typically serve a dual purpose. I think from, for your perspective as a, if you're a student, not only are you getting whatever the information is, but also I think you're putting a face with the career center. It kind of um, demystifies it and makes you feel a little bit maybe more comfortable walking in the door and asking for help. So number two, most career centers offer career fairs. Larger universities will offer several often that are niched like the business students and the engineering students and, you know, those kind of things. Um, smaller universities like the, the two that I worked at, the one in, in Georgia, we offered one career fair a year. And in, in Missouri, we offered two and they were for everybody, all majors. But I think that's a strength of most career centers. They've established those relationships with the companies they are working you know with the faculty to get the students there and i think that's a really great offering the third thing i think most career centers do really well is career planning so i think that they are really good at maybe giving you assessments having um, kind of legit career um, usually they're called career counselors or career coaches who know how to help you figure out what to major in what to do with that that major that kind of thing the fourth thing I think career centers do very well is they have alumni connections. So whether these are alumni who used the career center as an undergrad, maybe they are alumni who are now recruiting for their company and they're coming back to the university, or they're hooked up with the alumni office and they're getting their alumni connections there. That can be a really good connection because when you can talk to an alumni or maybe go do a shadowing with an alumni, you can you know, do an informational interview with the alumni. That can be a really great way to both figure out what you wanna be when you grow up and to kind of get connected with your career. The fifth thing I think career centers do really great is getting career speakers on campus. And so those speakers may be alumni of the university and maybe they're not, but they typically um, are very good at getting speakers to come in. And so it could be, you know, I'm going to come in and tell you about my company. It could be I'm going to come in and talk to you about the interviewing process at my company so you can get a flavor for what that's like. And I saw so many students over my years have their aha moment in those sessions because something just clicked for them in terms of, oh, this company sounds perfect or this career sounds perfect or Conversely, ooh, I definitely don't want to do that. This is not resonating with me at all. But I think just getting out and, and listening to those speakers is a hugely valuable resource as a student. And career centers are generally really good at getting those speakers on campus and getting, in them, getting them in front of students. And then the sixth thing I want to say that I think career centers do really well is a basic level of help. And I'm specifically saying a basic level because many career centers have you know, again, it could be a one to 2,000 student ratio, right? So one professional for every 2,000 students. I think that's pretty close. I think we were actually a little higher than that. I think it was like one to 2,500 or something. So you're not gonna get a lot of in-depth, one-on-one attention. You also might be getting attention from student workers. 
who have been trained. We did a lot of training with our student workers, but they are students. They have not been out in the world. They can't pull from life experience. They can only pull from the training that they had by the career center staff. As long as what you're going in there for and expecting is a very basic level of help, you're gonna get that, you're gonna be okay with that. And for many students, I think that basic level of help is really all you need to get your first job post-graduation. So it's going to get you out the door. It's going to get you started on your career. And, you know, then you may not want to continue to get that level of service going forward. So what are career center limitations? Again, I'm painting this with a very broad brushstroke. But this is based on my experience as a, a university career center director for 20 plus years. It's also based on what I hear and see from students, from alumni and from clients who are coming to me who have used their career center and also other professionals who've reached out to me and kind of because they know I have that career center background. They're kind of confused about some of the things they're seeing come out of career centers. And so the first thing that I see most prevalently in the space that I'm in is outdated resume techniques. I've yet to see a career, a, a career center resume that was useful in the real world. It might work to get you that first job. It's not going to serve you going forward. It's a very basic data sheet. Here were my job duties listed in bullets. There's no marketing on there. There's very little in the way of achievements. It does not position you for the job that you want. And as I said earlier in, in the previous episode, when I got my first resume certification, I'd been in career services for 20 years. I'd been writing resumes for people who would pay me money. I'd been teaching college students how to write resumes at two universities, and I didn't know what the heck I was doing. I, I completely understand why there's that lack of knowledge in the career centers. I am seeing more and more of career center employees go through a certification process, which I love. So I think that's a fabulous thing that some career centers are paying for their employees to get a resume certification. I also want to address what I consider to be a line of BS about you must create your own resume. And that was, I believed that. I, I bought into that for many, many years. And what, what I believed was that it wouldn't be an authentic resume, it wouldn't be you, it wouldn't sound like you, it wouldn't represent you well if it was written by someone else. And I, again, I call BS on that. So I think it's extremely helpful for someone other than you to package your skills and achievements, someone who can look at you objectively from the outside and see what you bring to the table. So that's number one, and that's the biggest one that I have seen is resumes that really aren't um, useful in today's job market. Number two, there tends to be a focus on job boards. To some degree, that's understandable. A lot of the company, a lot of the universities have software, either homegrown or something they've bought, where they can list jobs specific. So, so the company has paid to show these jobs to those students. It can also be a, a, a big revenue producer for the university. But the fact of the matter is that only about 25% of all jobs are on job boards. And so if the career center is not doing a good job of teaching you how to network and how to conduct a targeted proactive job search, they're really missing the boat. I think this has improved a lot, but it is still a shortcoming in many career centers, often because of staffing issues. Number three, you're just going to have limited one-on-one -on -one access to knowledgeable professions. Some larger universities, you're not going to talk to really ever to a full-time staff. Um, in, in other cases, you know, we, we didn't limit the number of times that you could come talk to us. It was just a matter of whether you could get on our schedule. There is a focus on 
group delivery, you know, delivering it through classes, delivering it through, you know, presentations to organizations and clubs and that kind of thing. Even the full-time workers who aren't, often aren't trained as career coaches, right? So even, you know, the full-time people often don't have career coach training. They're not professional resume writers. They aren't job search strategists. They don't have the credentials that someone like me, someone who does this for a living out in the world um, has. So they've learned kind of by osmosis from their director or their assistant director. And so obviously it's really dependent on whether the skill is there at the top as to whether or not it's going to trickle down to the rest of the staff. The fourth thing I want to say about generally what I see as a weakness in career centers is the perception because they are kind of the hometown option. They can often be overlooked by students while they're in college. So students kind of take the attitude of, oh, it's over there if I need it and then they never get around to using it. Those are often the students who don't have a job lined up when they graduate. They don't have, you know, they haven't been preparing themselves over four years to get a job and using the services of, of the Career Center because they think it's there. And so my message there is that just because it's the local option doesn't mean that it is less desirable or that you shouldn't take advantage of it. So I like the students that would walk in the door during freshman orientation week and say, hey, what do you do here? What can I take advantage of? And we would map out a four-year strategy for them. That's the ideal situation. But the fact is some students just don't think that it's valuable because it's right at their back door. The fifth and final thing I want to say has to do with the wide variety in the quality and the quantity of services. I used to say that parents would be fascinated if they, if there was a report that came out that showed the differences in maybe the, you know, so juniors considering these three state universities and let's look at the career service offerings and the, the, the faculty or the staff student ratio at the career center of those three universities, I think they'd be fascinated. So most parents are sending junior to college so he can get a really good paying job and, and yet some universities are much better set up to help provide that than others. So I want to bottom line it for you. I know this sounded a little bit like I was being negative, but I wanted to give you some facts, some things to think about. I do want you to use your university career center when you're a student. And those services may be available to you as alum. You might um, get, you might have to pay something for them, but they are available to you. You're gonna get, likely get, a good foundation of career counseling and job search preparation there. That's your foundation, but most people, or many people, will find that they need more advanced help once they get out. They're gonna need to go beyond what they learned from their university career center. There are lo there's lots of free information out there, so things like this podcast, YouTube videos, which I have a lot of YouTube videos about different career-related topics. There's lots of books and online courses. The challenge, of course, is you know what's good and what's not, what's accurate, what's current, what's not. And then I think you'll know that it's, in, that it's time to invest in paid services when you aren't able to solve your problem yourself. So whatever your problem is, you're willing to invest money to solve the problem and you're just not getting the results for yourself. So I hope this gives you some food for thought. I hope I haven't ticked too many people off. But I want to hear if you had an amazing experience in your university career center, if you had a terrible experience in your university career center. If you provide university career services and it's vastly different from the generalizations that I laid out, I want to hear about it. So shoot uh, shoot a message, give me a comment, uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Reach out to me at Lisa, L-E-S-A, at exclusivecareercoaching.com. Shoot me an email. Talk to you next week. Bye.
You've been listening to the Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.